بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشد ولا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد وفي القرآن الحميد بعد عوذ بالله من شيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم 
يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءل به وارحم ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار اما بعد I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that just as He has gathered us here today on this day of Jum'ah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us with our families in Jartal Firdaus al-A'la in the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his sahaba. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Two weeks ago, I stood here talking about the importance of community, the importance of how to deal with each other, how to work with each other, and the things and the causes that will create division within our own community. Now in the last few days, three to four days, we were stranded at home. Many of us were st stuck at home and we we're with our families and so forth. And during that time, while we we're taking care of our families, making sure that everything at home is fine, making sure that we're keeping all warm and safe, we find that there were many people in the community also at the same time who were going out of their way, driving in these difficult and dangerous circumstances to take care of one another, going out and helping people who are stranded, going out and giving a blanket to those who do not even have anything to cover and protect themselves from this severe cold. Brothers and sisters, one thing that we learn from our deen is that it's not only about our own spirituality, but it's also about making a difference in the community, making sure that you leave behind something that people will remember you with, leaving behind a legacy, doing something good that other people can benefit from. This is what we learned from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So therefore, because I saw in the last few days that there are people who went out from our own community also, going and driving and handing out blankets and being and serving with other people and tying or working with other organizations and making sure that there are other people who are the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, making sure that they are taken care of. This prompted me today to, to I want to, in this today, in today's khutbah, inshallah, I want to talk about a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And just one hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and hopefully this hadith will reignite within us a burning desire. I'm sure that all of us at one time in our life, we had this desire that I want to help other people. I want to be a difference maker and so forth. And then of course, life throws at you different challenges. And sometimes, you know, we become laid back, we become relaxed with those ambitions and so forth. But hopefully, a hadith of this type, a hadith of, of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam will reignite within us this desire that we have to always do good and we always have to be the means and the source of doing good. This is a hadith narrated by Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam tells us in this hadith that there are two different types of people. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the group who is, who is on the haqq and, and that group which is doing the right thing. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Inna minan nasi mafatihul lil khayr 
There are those, there are those people who are the key to doing good. They open the door to do good for others. And there are those who lock the doors to prevent harm in the community, to prevent harm in the society. They are locking the doors so that other people can be protected. This is one group of people. And then on the other hand, Rasulullah says, On the other hand, you have people who open the door of zulm. They open the door of evil in society. And they open the door to doing wrong. And there are those who lock the door of khayr. They lock the doors to prevent others from being benefited. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Fatuba. When the Prophet sallam, says Fatuba, it is, it is the Prophet of Allah giving a congratulatory remark. That congratulations to that person. Who is that person? Fatuba liman ja'alallahu mafatiha al-khayr ala yaday. That glad tidings is for that person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made him the key to goodness. And then he says, That woe to the person, meaning that the wrath of Allah will be upon that person who is the means of opening the doors of shar, opening the doors of evil in the society or in the family and so forth. Now this is a very beautiful hadith of Prophet And what this basically means is, and I want you to understand and try to picture this in your mind. When you talk about a key, a key usually opens up a door. And a door usually opens into a house or into a room. Now I want you to think about this for a moment. What the Prophet is telling us here is, that imagine you have the key to that room. It's a beautiful room. Or let's just say it's an amazing house. You see the house from outside, you admire the house. And you say, you know what, I want to enter this house. But as long as you, ha you do not have the key, to that house, there's no way you can enter that house. But let's just say there comes a person along who has that key to that door. And then there are people behind him and or her. And they open that door and they enter into that house. The person who opened the door probably was not able to get inside the house. But the fact that he opened the door and he let other people go inside the house and benefit from the house, this is what the Prophet ﷺ is telling us. That be the person who opens the doors of khayr. And though you may not enjoy the khayr, though you may not see the benefits of that khayr, but the fact that other people are benefiting from your khayr, the fact that you open the door, that is what makes a person a Muslim. That is what makes a Muslim a Muslim. And that is what we find from the seerah of the Prophet So how can we understand this hadith? There are four ways to understand this hadith. And this is something that's been, you know, explained by our ulama. The very first way to understand this hadith is, number one, leaving behind a legacy. Ask yourself every single day, brothers and sisters, ask yourself, if I were to die today, what am I leaving behind for others to benefit from? Is it just money that I'm worried about? Yes, today, of course, we have to worry about our finances. Yes, we have to be worried about our children and what happens and so forth. But let's have, this, let's have the view and, and our goal 
the goal should be the bigger picture, and that is, what am I leaving for others behind? What am I teaching them that they will live by, and they will practice this, and they will teach it to others? Though I may not see the benefits of this, just like we find in the case of Rasulullah wasallam, that he focused on Hijaz, he focused on at that time which was Mecca and Medina. The Prophet never saw the benefits that will happen in, down the road, but he focused on at that time. He made sure that he built such people, such great individuals, men and women who had an impact into the future. This was the legacy of Rasulullah amongst many other legacies. But the Sahaba عنهم, they went and they had an impact wherever they went. They left behind their footprints wherever they went. And once again, if you go back all the way, who did they learn from? They learned from Rasulullah Brothers and sisters, if I were to pass away today, what am I going to be remembered for? Yes, there are those who, do who have individual accomplishments. And yes, when a person does pass away, and they have individual accomplishments, individual accolades. People will remember it for a short, a short while. But what's more better, individual accolades or things that you can do that can make a difference for the long run. Things that you can do that can make a difference for many decades and many centuries afterwards. That is what we need to do. So the first thing, the first way we understand this hadith is, just like the Prophet ﷺ is telling us, that you are the key to khayr. You are setting the example. You are setting the foundation. And after that, just like I gave the example, that people will not, that you, the person who's opening the door, you may not be able to go inside the house, but everyone else behind you will be able to go inside the house. Likewise, do not ever feel that what will I get out of this? Will, what, will people remember me or not? That is not our goal. But we have to do something that will be benefit other people. So the very first way to understand this hadith is, brothers and sisters, we have to leave behind a lasting legacy. We have to do something in our life that people will benefit from it. It's not about people remembering it, but it's about people benefiting from it. And as long as people are going to benefit from it, this is your legacy, and this is your khayr, and this is your sadqa jariyah. The next way we understand this is, there's a great scholar of the past, his name was Al-Munani, Al-Munawi. He actually explained this hadith in a way, that if you really want to make a difference in the community, you have to start with yourself. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِقَوْمٍ حَتَّى يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِأَنفُسِهِمْ If you want to make an impact, you have to first start off with yourself. And this is something I teach the youth, this is what I teach my own children and so forth, is that you can do whatever you want to do. People will come and give you advices, but it always starts off with you. If a person does not have that burning desire from within, then there's no way they will be ever be motivated. You can, be the, you can bring the most greatest or the best motivational speaker of all time, and no one can motivate a person better than they can motivate themselves. So what this scholar is saying here is that if you want to have, a, if you want to have an impact, you want to make a difference, you want to be that key for others to do good and so forth, you first have to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because what he explains is this, that when a person 
person is focused on earning the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the pleasure of Allah is his ultimate focus of life then what happens is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees khair within that person and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala realizes that this person has something good that I will that people will benefit from him that if I guide him and I give him guidance and I lead him in the right direction then people will benefit from him and hence the scholar says that when a person is devoted to to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then others will benefit from him and Allah will make him a source of inspiration for others Allah will make him the key to for others and to do good for others and so forth but if a person is distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even in that situation Allah will try to of course Allah will keep him away of course it is the people that usually promote these kind of ideas but nonetheless the point is that when you want to make a difference you are you should be a person who should be earning the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah will then make you an inspiration for others but if you are not a person who is focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and earning his pleasure then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not make you a positive inspiration for others down the road the next thing that we also the next way we understand this hadith is this is a way this is also an explanation of this hadith given by our ulama in fact there's a sheikh by the name of abdul razak al-abad he says that when you do good when a person has inherently they are good from within and they want to do good and they are doing good listen to this very carefully a very beautiful explanation he says that no person who is doing good would like to do the good by themselves they always are going to want to inspire others. They always are going to try to talk to others to join hands with them and so that they can benefit mankind. They can benefit others and so forth. So he says that if you are a good person, then this will lead you to bring other people on this side. So hence he says, be a good person. Be a person who's willing to serve other people. Be a person who has the right focus in life. And when that is the case, then eventually other people will see you and you will talk to others and other people will follow your footsteps and he said that along the same lines is evil too that there are people who practice evil and they spread evil and when they are the only ones who spread evil they do not like this so therefore they will grab others they will motivate others to do shut with them also so this is why he explains this that this is a law of life that when you continue to do good you want others to benefit from it too also not for your namesake but you want others to improve their life you want others to do better in their life so that is why he says that you should always try to have the right goal in mind and then there's another explanation of this hadith and that is that just like when you open a door and it remains open and people are benefiting from it there might be some people yes we see on earth that they will come and they will shut that door they will come and they will cause harm to others. You don't have to go far. You look at many people in the society. You look at many politicians and so forth. This is all they want. They're looking for power. They're looking for money. They're looking for authority. And they're looking for other things in life. And that means that whatever it takes, they will do that. That also means that if they need to stop and prevent good from reaching people and people being benefited, they will do that for their own cause. 
But at the same time, one thing that we also learn from the seerah of Rasulullah wasallam, an explanation of this hadith is that when you see someone doing something that is right, something that someone, you see someone doing something that is good, you should never ever prevent it. What happens often in our Muslim community is that we all have different endeavors. We all have different things that we are doing. There are so many different Islamic organizations. There's so many different things that are happening on an Islamic level, on, uh, uh, on a community level. Sometimes there's charity, sometimes there is uh, civic engagement, sometimes there is da'wah, sometimes there is education and so forth. And often what we see happening is that whatever you support and whatever you truly believe in, yes, you are benefiting others, but then you begin to look down on others. You begin to look down on others who are not doing the same thing as us, and we begin to criticize them. This happens often, I've seen this over and over again, where people of one group who are doing something that is good, something that is khair, but then they will stop. And this is why, think about this, when the Prophet ﷺ, he says that there are people who are going to lock the doors of khair, this is exactly what happens when people begin to fight amongst each other. This is exactly what happens when we begin to criticize one another and so forth. Brothers and sisters, whatever good that you're doing, that's your road to Jannah. That's your road to alternate success. And whatever you're doing, we should always push each other. We should always provide positive reinforcement towards each other, not criticize each other. If a person is in da'wah, then you congratulate them and you give them, you know, and give them encouragement to do what they do. Because think about this, if every person was involved in only, in only civic engagement, who would do the other things? If every person was only involved in da'wah, who would take care of all the other efforts and so forth. This is why we find that we are a Muslim community. A Muslim community has different things, different tasks, different things that are going on that pushes the entire Muslim community forward. And if we sit there and we bicker with each other and we put down each other and we criticize each other and so forth, something that we see so common and so forth, then this will destroy us. This will destroy us from within and we will not be able to move forward. Yes, at the same time our deen has also taught us that during this during this period there might be people who might be doing things the wrong way you educate them the right way you don't blast them on social media you don't attack them on social media there are ways to handle wrong things even if they're on a community level family level private level and so forth there are ways to handle the situation but what we see is that instead of reinforcing each other rather than encouraging each other we're always are fighting with each other and attacking attacking each other and criticizing each other that whatever I am doing I am the best and whatever everyone else is doing they're not doing anything good as I am doing this is why a man one time he sent a letter there was a man at the time of Imam Malik rahmatullahi alayhi, and he sent a letter to Imam Malik and he says that I encourage you that instead of you doing what you do <coughs> what was Imam Malik doing he was involved with Dars and Tadris what was he doing? He was doing ta'alim wa ta'allum. He was studying and he was providing this information and this knowledge to others and so forth. What we learn from this is, or from the story is, this man sent a letter saying to him that stop teaching people. Stop doing what you're doing and go and focus on your own individual ibadah. Imam Malik wrote him a letter back again and saying that look, you have to understand 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens the doors upon people in different ways. There are some people who excel in their individual ibadah. Yes, that is a good thing, and but they lack in other areas. And they should make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to improve in the other areas. But there are some people who excel in fasting, but they're not good in sadaqah. There are some people who excel in sadaqah, but they're not good in fasting. So Imam Malik told this man that what you see as a flaw on, for, for, for me, the fact that I'm teaching and I'm engaged in teaching and learning, you see this as a flaw, but at the end of the day, this is something that is considered as noble in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Imam Malik told him that rather than you focus on the what are other people not doing, why don't you focus on the things that other people are doing good? And rather, rather than that, you should focus on the good that you are doing and excel in whatever you're doing and try to improve in your areas of weakness. This is Imam Malik telling a person at that time, you had people at that time also who would think that same way, but this is Imam Malik setting the record straight that this is not the way we behave. We need to encourage each other. If I, wallahi, do you know how many people have left Islam? How many people have left practicing Islam because they have seen over and over again people criticizing each other? When you criticize, when we criticize each other within a community, and we don't push each other, we don't encourage each other. This is us, as the Prophet is saying, that we are locking the doors of khayr. We are locking the doors of good. And therefore, the question that you and I, we need to ask ourselves is at the end of the day, what kind of a key are you? Are you a key that's going to open the doors of good in this dunya and good in the community and you will leave behind a lasting legacy? Or are you that kind of key that whatever there is something good that is going on, you will close the door and you will lock it out of your own ego and out of your own ignorance? That's the question that we need to ask. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from that kind of key that will open many doors of khair. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us that kind of key that will be an inspiration for others and we will leave behind a legacy for others. Ameen Rabbil Alameen. Barakallahu lana wa lakum fi Quran Azeem wa nafa'ana wa iyaakum bati wa dhikr al-hakim. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'id muslimina fastaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد وفي القرآن الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من شيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد أما بعد. Last thing I will say is all the things I mentioned right now. If you want to do them, the most important thing is making sure that you always have the right intention. If you have the wrong intention, your building will will collapse. Everything that you have done good will collapse on the day of judgment. So that is why before we do anything, we always make sure that our niyyah is always correct. And our niyyah is we're doing everything only and only for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us tawfiq, to act upon what has been said and heard. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us a key that will open up many, many doors of khayr for other people. Ameen Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma so Islam wal Muslimin. Allahumma so Islam wal Muslimin fi kulli makan. Allahumma surna ala man khalafana. Wa ahfad biladana wa aslih awladana wa ashfi mardana 
ونفعنا وعاف مبتلانا وارحم موتانا وخذ بأيدينا إلى كل خير وعاصمنا من كل شر واحفظنا من كل ضير اللهم قسمنا من خشيتك ما تحول به بيننا وبين معصيتك ومن طاعتك ما تبلغنا به جنتك ومن يقين ما تهون بعلينا مصائب الدنيا متعنا بأسماعنا وأبصارنا وقواتنا ما حيتنا وجعله الوارث منا وجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عادانا ولا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر حمنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا إلى النار مصيرنا وتسلط علينا من لا يرحمنا اللهم إنا نسلك علما نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يستجاب أمير رب العالمين إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني وتكفرون أقيم الصلاة Straight lines, fill in the gaps. Brothers in the lobby area, in the hallway, please make sure the rows are straight. الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين أرأيت الذي يكذب بالدين فذلك الذي يدع اليتيم ولا يحض على طعام المسكين فويل للمصلين الذين هم عن صلاتهم ساهون الذين هم يراءون ويمنعون الماعون الله أكبر سمي الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين 
اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إنا أعطيناك الكوثر فصل لربك وانحر إن شانئك هو الأبتر الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم on your way out please uh, stop by and donate generously. As you all know that uh, to take care of all the pr um, programs and operations at the masjid, it does require generous donations. So please on your way out, do stop by and donate generously. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa barakatuh.